Pay big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big in all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. With Trey Ware, now on FM 107. Wake up, Texas. Let's go. It's time to wake up and beat Beto again. Keep Texas free. Keep your guns. Keep Texas red. Wake up, Texas. It's time to beat Beto. Good morning, Trey Ware, KTSA. It's 507 now. 210-599-5555. Okay, so I, I, I don't intend to be the one that's going to run interference on the voting irregularities that some of you say. Some folks say that they are seeing out there, but when people call me, I'm going to take the info, and we know Jackie Cannon listens to this show. We know a lot of people listen to this show. Number one, number one adult morning show right here, and thank you for making us number one. Appreciate that very much. Well, I mean, you know, you're waking up at this time of the day, and I that means everything to me that you have chosen us as the number one wake-up uh, talk show right here in san antonio so thank you for the, for that very much um report reports now coming in that votes are being changed at the encino library at evans road all i can tell you about that is i can't say it's 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 actually happening i'm telling you this is one of the things that people are reporting to me that it is so important to check your ballot time and time and time and time and time again i i went to vote yesterday and where we vote we had the machines where you put the paper in it prints it out right after you cast your ballot well the paper got sideways after it went in and it printed it off and so it was just a bad print but they handled it with the utmost in professionalism they did a phenomenal job right now, I will tell you this. This is the first time I've seen it. I'm not saying it's the first time it's happened. All I'm saying is the first time I've seen it where you're going through the ballot, and if they're, quote, unopposed, they're now grouping them all together, right? Instead of you go through each individual page, they group all the unopposed all together. I saw that on my ballot. I went through those anyway, and they were unopposed. But I do understand that uh, somebody somebody let me know that when they went through it, they did not find Mark LaHood nor Trish DeBerry. And so they went back three times and expanded that area where they could look at each name. And sure enough, that's where they found Trish DeBerry and, and Mark LaHood in there. So take your time. Do not be in a hurry. This is so important, and if you find an irregularity, raise your hand, holler out, and get the judge over there right away, and they'll deal with it. We are going to let uh, let her know about these things. Jackie Callan, I know about these things. We'll follow up on it. Hey, good morning, Will. You're on KTSA. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, how you doing? Thanks for your show. Thanks Thank for your, all you do. I appreciate hey, I that. I vote on, on Monday, uh-huh. and uh, this is the first time it ever happened to me. I you know, waiting in the line an hour and a half, and then I get to the door, and then they they give me the ID and stuff, and she took my thing, printed the sticker for my signature, and then tried to print the ballot, and it wouldn't go through. And uh, she had, like, five people come over and try to get it to print. And then she told the judge came by and said, hey, just have him step aside, and we'll get another voter in here. I said, why don't you think you should get another poop? person because everyone was printing with mine you know my lady that was doing my yeah my ballot sure it is a total nightmare yeah and where was this again this was in uh cibolo cibolo at what center out in cibolo what what voting location well it's on deets road it's their their office that they normally have the voting Ah, okay i got you like their community center or something like that out there huh yeah with all the uh you know the county sheriff. Sure. I got you. Thank you, Will. I appreciate that very much, and I appreciate your comments to start us off. 210-599-5555. Nearly one in five Americans have skipped meals or did not buy groceries due to surging inflation. 
including 28% of Generation Z, 23% of Millennials. Receiving items from a food bank, stop buying healthier foods altogether. The high inflation forcing Americans to delay certain health care expenses as well. They have canceled or postponed plans to see a health care specialist, and they have delayed taking prescribed medication as well because they cannot afford it in Joe Biden's America. As grocery prices have climbed 13% from a year ago, egg prices up 30%, dairy-related products up 16%, bread up 15%, butter up 27%. Well, Corinne Jean-Pierre said, well, look, the deal is the Inflation Reduction Act. It doesn't, it's not going to take effect until next year, y'all. What we're doing now is showing that we are listening. She went on with Wolf Blitzer on CNN. The thing that we're doing right now is showing that we're listening to the American people, right? A lot of the actions in the, uh, you know, right, uh, that, uh, right uh, Ref- uh, Inflation Reduction Act, as it's called, won't take effect for a while. Uh, but they'll take effect next year, early next year. You'll see energy costs, and then Blitzer cut into her and said, but they're not taking effect right now? Come on, Wolf. How stupid do you have to be, Blitzer? <laughs> This has nothing to do with bringing down inflation. In fact, it's going to add to inflation because it spends more money. Anytime the government spends more money, it creates inflation. Jean-Pierre said, we have to remember this is a president that grew up in Scranton. No, he did not. He did not grow up in Scranton. He was in Scranton the first few years of his life, and then, boom, over to Delaware so he could be with all the other racists and white supremacists over there. He understood what his parents were dealing with when they were around the kitchen table trying to figure out how, oh, God, just stop. In Nogales, the port of entry there, U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers seized 577,000 fentanyl pills, way more than enough to kill every American. This was just this week, one day, 577,000 fentanyl pills. They also seized cocaine and methamphetamine. They were in a frame rails, false compartment of a car, a woman's purse, the dash of a car as well. These are not isolated incidents they tell us about a week earlier. Nogales Port of Entry officers found another 400,000 fentanyl pills, the rainbow-colored pills that they're putting in kids' candies, trying to kill our children. Has Joe Biden done anything about it? Anything? Anything at all? Has he even said the word fentanyl? Has Alejandro Mayorkas said the word fentanyl? Has the border czar Kamala Harris said the word fentanyl? No. She was praising yellow school buses yesterday. You're going to hear that. CBO officers seized more than 5 million fentanyl pills at the Nogales port of entry in the last 90 days while also 5.5 million illegal immigrants have been encountered since Biden took office. That does not include gotaways. The border is a processing center. Border Patrol agents encountered 98 known or suspected terrorists. That does not include the ones who were embedded with the 1.1 million illegal aliens who came across. And that's not that doesn't include the getaways either. It's crazy. Meanwhile, here in America, people are going to keep coming because sanctuary states are dishing out millions in unemployment benefits to illegal aliens as Americans are enduring inflation and we're paying more at the pump and we're paying more at the grocery store and we're having to decide, is it gas or groceries? Groceries or gas? What am I going to do while we're doing that here in this country? Guess what? You're also paying for all the illegal aliens. $143 billion going to illegal aliens. $143 143 billion of your dollars. Incredible. We get back, you'll hear some of the sound of the day as well and uh, the other news of the day. And we'll take your calls at 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. The 2022 midterms. Stay connected and informed. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Mom, Dad, Grandma, Grandpa. 608 this morning, be listening. You definitely want to hear my guest at 608. Every mom, every dad, every grandma and grandpa. Well, everybody who's concerned about education. As I've said, you don't have to be a parent to be concerned about education. Be concerned about the future of the United States of America and what's happening with education. If you're concerned about the future uh, pool of employment, if you're concerned about future leadership of this country, business and political, 
be listening at 608 this morning. Let me go through some of the sound that we have for you this morning. 521, Trey Ware, KTSA. The phones are always open at 210-599-5555. And again, thank you for making this the number one adult talk show in Texas and right here in San Antonio. Really appreciate that very much this time of day. All right, so Joe Biden yesterday, he's just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what's going to stick here with the, what, two weeks left, less than two weeks left to go before everybody goes to the polls and votes in the midterm. So his latest thing is all these fees, these junk fees that you pay, I'm just unilaterally going to cancel them. Well, he can't cancel crap. This is all political theater, just like the transferring of the student loan debt. That hasn't taken effect either, folks, okay? So he hasn't transferred any student loan, canceled any student loan. It's not happened. And he cannot cancel any fee that a, a business is, is now charging. It just It's political theater. I'm going to cancel those fees. They're junk fees. You're not canceling anything. He's throwing crap. He's lying to you. Joe is a serial pathological liar. He's a pervert, and that's what he's doing. He is pathologically lying to the American people. Here he is in cut number one yesterday. Some airlines, if you want six more inches between you and the seat in front, you pay more money. But you don't know it until you purchase your ticket. Oh, God. Look, folks, these are junk fees. They're unfair, and they hit marginalized Americans the hardest, especially low-income folks and people of color. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So much there, right? Paying extra for the six inches between in the seat between you and – okay, whatever. First of all, he said – you just heard him – you don't know you pay that fee until you buy your ticket. Well, no joke, Sherlock. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> you don't know it till you pay the fee. And okay, so you're going to tell me airline seats are now racist? Airline seats are now racist? Of course you're going to pay more for a business class or a first class seat. Are they supposed to be the same as coach? And he has no authority constitutionally to have airlines cancel any fees whatsoever. Another one that he talked about was resort fees. Now, let me, we're in the travel business. My wife and I own a company called Dream Departures Travel. And we book a lot of travel. we got some fantastic agents right here in San Antonio and spread across the country, so I know of which I speak. When he's talking about uh, resort fees, let's just give you an example. Pull one out of the air. Say the room that you are booking is 150 bucks a night. Okay, that's what you pay for the room. And then for things like Wi-Fi, coffee in the room, water in the refrigerator, all that kind of stuff, that could be another 40 bucks that you pay. Okay, that's what he's calling a junk fee, right? So the cost of the room is actually 190 bucks. That's the actual cost of the room. Um, but they break that out, these hotels and resorts, they break those costs out so that you can see the cost of the room is this much and then for all the other stuff it's that much well now joe is saying to the hotels you can't charge those fees for the water and for the wi-fi and i'm just going to cancel that well of course that's ridiculous that's like t that's like saying to plumbers plumbers that's like saying to you guys you can go to somebody's house and you can charge for the parts but you can't charge for your labor that's ridiculous. And and if he were, you know, to bring pressure on the hoteliers, all they're going to do is start charging $190 a night. Just like the car industry when he said, I'm going to give you $7,500 off if you, if you buy an electric vehicle. Well, all the car industry did was add the $7,500 to the price of the vehicle. Come on. Guy's an idiot. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, he also, you, you, you people in the bank industry, he also said non-sufficient fund fees. They're illegal. You can't charge non-sufficient fund. I've been charging non-sufficient fund uh, fees since the 1800s in America, but they're illegal now because Joe says so. Well, and in that bright light that serves with him, cut number two, Kamala Harris now, we've been telling you about what's been going on with kiddos' grades, and they're awful, right? They know how to dress like a tranny. They know how to do that. 
but they can't read, write, or add, or subtract because the schools in general, not every single school, not every single teacher, the schools in general now have been teaching wokeism and not what they're supposed to be teaching. But Kamala goes out and gives a speech. She really loves those yellow buses. Cut number two, Jimmy. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? Right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just there's something about the and and most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? Mm -hmm. And it's part of it's part of our our experience growing up. It's part of you know a nostalgia and a memory of Okay, that's good. Okay, that's good. She fell in love with the yellow buses. Yes, who doesn't love a yellow bus? Yellow buses are so awesome. Okay, she changed my mind about John Fetterman. He's really okay. I was waiting for her to break out into the wheels on the bus, go round and round, round and round, round and round. You know what? I want a meme. Jimmy, make a meme. Here's the meme. Find yourself someone who loves you as much as Kamala Harris loves yellow school buses. I want that meme. Cut number three, she talks about diesel. Today, 95% of our school buses are fueled with diesel fuel, which contributes to very serious conditions that are about health She's lying. and about the ability to learn. She's lying. Today, okay, Jimmy, that's good. Diesel, diesel is causing trouble with our kids' learning. By the way, shocking report, folks. Hang on tight. Right now, we have less than 25 days in our oil and diesel reserves. This administration has been draining us dry, selling it to China and other countries, draining us dry of our oil and diesel. We have less than 25 days in reserve now, less than. If the diesel goes away in America, folks, the stuff that you buy at the store or from Amazon doesn't go anywhere. In fact, it never even makes it into America because... The trains run on diesel. This man in this administration, the Marxists who are trying to tear us down to rebuild us into socialism and communism, they're being very successful. and They've drained now the strategic oleum, uh, uh, petroleum reserve down to less than 25 days, and that includes diesel. We're in trouble. It's a red alert. Now, they had a deal at the White House yesterday. And, of course, because the Democrats had a horrendous debate night, reporters in the White House, they wanted to ask the, the president questions about John Fetterman and all this stuff. But instead of allowing them to ask the questions, his people started screaming at the top of their lungs. They got in the faces of reporters. When reporters started to ask questions, his people, the president's people, got over in their faces, just like you see on the streets with the people with the pink vagina hats screaming. His people were screaming in the faces of reporters like Peter Ducey and others in the White House yesterday so that they couldn't ask their questions. Now, what you're going to hear is that screaming. If you could see this, what you would see is Joe Biden mocking the press by his mouth, you know, he's mouthing like questions to him with his, you know, empty words. He's not saying it, he's just mouthing. He's going, you know how people do that? He's doing that while his aides are screaming in the faces of reporters. Listen to this. Those are his people. Those are his people screaming. That's the White House and this administration. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. It is 540. 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Trey Ware here. And it's the cars. 
drive carefully in your car this morning. Yeah, there's lots of red brake lights up ahead, you know what I mean? Eyes straight ahead. I like it a lot. I like the cars. Okay, it's uh, 541 now at KTSA. This time tomorrow morning is going to be crazy. And your drive in tomorrow morning is going to be nuts with the showers and the thunderstorms that will be in the area. Some of them could be flooding downpours this time tomorrow morning. Today's going to be perfect, though. Get out and enjoy your day today. Something to watch very carefully. Note this. Pay close attention to this. A second railroad union has rejected the labor deal negotiated by the Biden administration. That increases the chances of a nationwide rail strike. That would be horrific, folks. Terrible. Joe Biden announced several weeks ago that he got a deal done. And I went on the air and I said, Joe Biden says they got a deal done. And I heard from one of the guys on the railroad. He said, there is no deal. He offered it to the union. He said, There's a lot of talk in the union that we're going to reject it. And sure enough, two days later, he was right. They rejected it. Now, that was the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees Division of the Teamsters. They rejected it. Just yesterday, the Brotherhood of Railroad Singlemen, they overwhelmingly rejected the deal. And so the threat of a nationwide rail strike increased exponentially yesterday. Please watch that carefully. ABC's not telling you about it. CBS isn't. Why should you watch it? What should you do about that? Again, have a little chow put back. Have a little food put away. The necessities of life. Have a little food put away. Have a little bit of this. Have a little water put away. I talk about Tank Depot and you can store water. Have all that stuff done. If the trains stop flowing, baby, we're in a lot of trouble. If they stop running. And again, Joe Biden has drained us down to less than 25 days in our petroleum reserves, and that includes diesel fuel. That's the trucks. That's the trains. That's all that stuff that it gets the stuff to Walmart and HEB. Okay? So it's a serious situation. He's mismanaged this in a horrific way. And with that second union turning down the deal, a rail strike, I'm not saying it's imminent, but it's a whole lot more possible and even probable. I want to tell you about my I, somebody who I just think she's great, <laughs> Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, she's running to be governor out in Arizona. She's going to be governor in Arizona. So the person who she's running against refuses to even debate her. Refuses. She will not do it. So Carrie Lake showed up and was there for the debate. So they turned the debate into an interview where the guy who was supposed to be the moderator of the debate sat in one chair and Carrie Lake in the other. Carrie Lake is a former TV anchor and TV talk show host. (laughs) Tell me she wasn't in her environment. Don't throw me in that rare patch. That's exactly where she needed to be, and she was magnificent. Katie Hobbs didn't even show up. She refused to. She refuses under any circumstance to debate Carrie Lake. I'll give you an example. He he would ask her a question, and she would turn to the camera and speak right to the people. I mean, just amazing. Instead of turning to the side and looking at him, she would turn and speak right to the people. And... And she was asked a question, say, say something nice about Katie Hobbs. She said, oh, well, absolutely not a problem at all. She said, you know, I love all Arizonans. I really do. And I, I as, as their governor, I, you know, it doesn't matter to me your politics or anything. I love all Arizonans. In fact, Katie Hobbs, she was a really great community organizer involved in her community and working hard. And I'm going to put her back in that position. <laughs> Boom! I mean, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. So she's doing great. Meanwhile, fame hog Gloria Allred rides again. 
she dug up some anonymous woman again to say that Herschel Walker in Atlanta, in Georgia, paid for her abortion. This is another one. They're making this crap up. Now, this story, the most significant thing, because I don't believe any of this stuff about Herschel. I don't believe any of it. They're making it up. It's the politics of personal destruction. It's how the Democrats have always played. They're lying. These women are lying. None of this ever happened. He says it's a lie, and that's good enough for me. That's how much I trust Herschel Walker. But here's the big part of this story. I'm going to say one thing. In four words, according to Joe Biden, if I use Joe Biden's math, this is four words. Bye, Fox News. Bye, Fox News. Because they gave Gloria Allred the time of day, and then Brett Baer on his show, and I used to love Brett Baer. Brett Baer on his show last night carried that story, and he went after Herschel Walker on this story. Cheap, salacious, anonymous. <laughs> Brett. She's anonymous. And, and by the way, Gloria Allred was the one who brought the stuff. And the stuff that Gloria Allred presented didn't even have anything to do with an abortion. Some sort of picture of Herschel in a hotel room. Well, how many hotel rooms has Herschel been in in his life? Here's a picture of Herschel in a hotel room. <laughs> Great. Here's a note that's signed H on the bottom of the note. <laughs> okay. Hank, Harley, <laughs> Ho, they're all start with H. So for Brett Bear, and, and Brett's going, well, and he, he belabors the whole thing. He tries to make a 15-minute segment out of this with Herschel s sitting there, and Herschel's going, Brett, it's a lie. It's not true. Yeah, but is there another shoe that's going to drop, Herschel? I'm like, the hell are you doing, Bear? What are you doing? I guess you guys really did go, because after the Arizona thing in 2020, I was kind of like, I, I, I still want to depend on and watch Fox News. I think I'm done. I, with the exception of, like, Tucker. I think Tucker's, well, and Gutfeld's pretty good. But bye, Brett. I'm done. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Mr. Fetterman, because he was on the news yesterday and what went on i'll take your calls at 210-599-5555 210-599-5555 and the latest thing that joe biden is doing to empower china that's coming up trey where ktsa steven's roofing newsmaker hotline send me your pledge just say it into your phone and send it to trey t-r-e-y at treyware.com trey at treyware.com so Brandon just sent me an email. He said, good morning, Trey. Enjoying the show this morning, as always. Thank you, Brandon. And thank you, guys, for making this the number one adult talk show in this time slot. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate you getting up early with me. Brandon says, I have a question. When we get back both houses, can the House and the Senate open the pipelines back up? I work in the Eagle Ford in Kennedy and hope we get back to drill baby drill soon. Have a blessed day. Uh, you have a blessed day, too, Brandon. And the deal is they can pass a law, but the president has to sign that law. And you know he's not going to do that. He has dedicated himself to kill your job. He said he's going to kill the fossil fuel industry in America. He's all about doing that right now. And so he won't sign any law that Congress passes that says we have to open up the pipelines. In 2024, we have to have, we must have, a Republican president. The party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears. It was their final, most essential command. George Orwell, 1984. Corrine Jean-Pierre said yesterday that Joe Biden finds Mr. Fetterman impressive incredibly bright and talented person who is just as capable as always well if we're going to judge him on joe biden's standards yeah perfect that's exactly right by the way biden and obama will campaign for him three days before the election because they don't care about humility they don't care how badly fetterman is going to be humiliated in a public role no they just have to have a democrat there they don't really care about the man as a man putting him out there who has the mental deficiencies that he has due to the stroke. They don't care. All they care about is that's another number so that they can change the Supreme Court, that they can influence American lives, and they can continue to bring Marxism into our country and communism to America. The Marxist media defended Fetterman all day yesterday. 
On ABC, The View, Sonny Hostin said, Oz bullied Fetterman in that debate. Give me a break. He never once mentioned his health. He stuck with the issues. He was respectful and kind. He even let him use closed captioning, which he didn't have to do. I wouldn't have. Stand on your own. Do what I do. Prove that you can do what I do and do it better. And obviously Fetterman couldn't. Reed says she loves him even more, Fetterman even more, for that great performance. The Philadelphia Inquirer. Man, that was an unbelievable win for John Fetterman. Again, the Marxists will lie to take and hold power. George Orwell, 1984. The party told you to reject the evidence of your eyes and ears. It was their final, most essential command. If you're concerned about our country and the future of our country, which I suppose you are because you listen to this show, you will have to be listening at 6.08 this morning to my guest. If you're a mom or a dad with a kiddo in school or soon to have kiddos in schools, or if you're a grandma and grandpa soon to have grandkids in school or you've got them in school right now, Please be here at 6.08. That's just a few minutes from right now. Trey Ware, KTSA. KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Now on FM 107.1. And thank you, Texas, for making this the number one adult talk show in this time slot. Thank you very much for listening. We all appreciate that. So for years now, probably even decades at this point, I've been talking about education issues. It's cost me relationships because, well, I call it as it is. And if it costs me a relationship or two, well, it does. It makes me sad, but it does. But what's happening in our schools has to be exposed, and it has to be confronted, and it has to be rooted out. You've heard me talk many times here recently about how we're, they're sexualizing our children in school at the cost of their grades. Johnny can't read, write, add, subtract, but Johnny sure can tell you about uh, transgender issues, you know, race theory and all, you know, critical race theory and just because you're white, you're bad and all those things because that's what schools have been focusing on. Now, I'm talking about public schools and I'm talking globally. Let's not throw the baby out with bass water. There are a few or there's some uh, that are still doing a great job and there are great teachers out there as well. But globally, they have been letting the kids down for a long time. And my guest says the education system has collapsed. I couldn't agree more. He says it's been that way for a long time. I couldn't agree more. I think the bigger story is that even as scores have been falling for five years in a row, the standards at the same time have been dropped as well. That's because everybody gets a participation ribbon, a trophy, in our world today. My guest is Nicholas Giordano, a professor of political science at Suffolk Community College in New York, higher education fellow with the Leadership Institute's Campus Reform, host of the PSA report, and he joins me, PAS uh, report, and he joins me here on the uh, Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. It was so refreshing, sir, and welcome to the show. It was so refreshing to hear somebody in in, in the community, in, in the education community, come out and say what you said and, and the quotes that I just uh, relayed to our people, because it's absolutely true. Well, good morning, Trey, and it is true. The education system collapsed. Nobody wanted to acknowledge it or talk about it for the last 15, 20 years. And you're right, Johnny, he could list genders out, but he can't list basic facts about the country. And that's a problem for me. So when we look at it, how long can we remain a superpower as a nation and not have a functioning education system? And that's the problem that we're in. You know, I, Not uh, the money, that's the issue. Oh, it's no. The academic That's sure. the issue. You know, we, we pour more money into it all the time. They come back and beg for more money and demand more money, and they want to build another palace down on the corner down there that the kids can walk to and get the indoctrination every day. I happen to believe, and this is going to sound really conspiratorial and all that, but I don't care if it does, but I happen to believe there's been a force that's been doing this to dumb down and control future generations. Because you're right. You know, this is not just an issue for parents or grandparents or, you know, school-age children. It's an issue for all of us because we're talking about the future of the country, Nicholas. We are, and there's something that people need to realize. You know, a lot of people say, well, then put your kids in private school and put your kids homeschool them. But the problem is you need a functioning public education system because if, if the country collapses because we don't have an education system, it doesn't matter how good your education is from a private school. It affects us all. And so we got to get this right. And unfortunately, we're filling these kids' head with nonsense that isn't going to teach them any real-life skills. It's not going to help them when they enter the workplace. It's not making them functioning citizens, productive citizens of the United States. When 12th grade textbooks are 
written at a seventh grade reading level, that's a problem. What are we doing? But more importantly, where's the accountability? Why hasn't anyone been held accountable for this absolute abject failure of an education system? Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Nicholas Giordano is my guest. He is with the uh, he's a higher education fellow at the Leadership Institute's Campus Reform. Joining me here on KTSa, uh, w- one of the things that you brought up as well uh, in your your quote is the fact that scores have been falling and standards have been reduced at the same time. That's just uh, that that's a train wreck. It is, and if we factor in the lower test scores, I could guarantee you the proficiency levels would probably be about ten to eleven percent, and that's the rate. But this is where parents are at fault as well, because the idea of everyone gets an A and everyone gets cycled through the system, and well, if everyone's passing and getting cycled through the system, no one complains. You don't get the complaints from the parents, from the students, from the administrators, and you have administrators that go behind teachers' back to change grades. It's it's sad what we're doing. This is supposed to be the future leaders of the country, and we don't even treat them that way. And now we have school boards across America telling parents that they have absolutely no business, no rights, no uh, you know reason to be involved in the education of their child, number one. And number two, we actually have schools in this country, back on the transgender issue and critical race theory and all that, that are uh, transitioning children behind the backs of the parents and not informing the parents to, to where now in Virginia and other places, Florida, uh, if they're going to do any of this stuff, they have to report it to parents immediately. I cannot believe the condition that the public school system is in with all that going on. I mean, that's criminal when you ask me what they're doing. Absolutely. And when we look at it, it's ideologues. That's what's happened. You, when I went to school, when I went to college especially, I had communist professors, but they had a love of education. They loved the debate. They loved the dialogue. Today we have a bunch of ideologues that wants to train the next generation of future activists. They're not teaching them basic facts. They're not teaching them how to think critically. They're teaching them what to think and, and how to disrupt the system. That's what's going on in the public education system. I want to kill this idea that's been around for the past couple of weeks since these recent scores have been coming out of the ACT and whatever, where they've shown that uh, you know the lowest scores in history for math and reading and science and all that, the bad news that we have been getting. And, of course, the education community is laying it right at the feet of the pandemic. Oh, well, the pandemic. And, yeah, the pandemic was horrible. It was unnecessary to do what we did. We should never have gone in that area and shut down businesses and schools, particularly since children are the least affected by this disease. Uh, so it was bad. But all the pandemic did was throw gasoline on an already existing fire, Nicholas, because they had been doing this now for decades, headed this direction. You're absolutely correct. And I'm writing a new piece for campus reform that if it wasn't the pandemic. It was the dictatorial decrees by the elected officials, by the bureaucrats, and by the teachers' union. You know, the American Federation of Teachers kept schools closed in every major city for almost two years. And as our schools have crumbled in the inner city areas, they're constantly talking about that. They care about the plight of minorities. They talk about the academic achievement gap. They did more to increase the academic achievement gap than anyone ever could have planned to do. And what is the president of the teachers' union doing? She's going to the Ukraine to, to visit the schools in the Ukraine. She's not going to Baltimore. She's not going to New York City. She's not going to Chicago. She's not going to L.A. She's going to the Ukraine. So it shows you where their priorities are and that the leadership in the union has failed the teachers, the parents, the students. Yeah, you're talking about Randy Weingarten, who went to the Ukraine instead of focusing on education here. But I got to tell you, and this is, I opened a, in my intro, I said that this has cost me relationships, and it, it truly has because of my stance on public education. Uh, I've had educators in my family and outside of my family who just simply cut off, uh, you know, contact because it, it really upsets them anytime you confront them with the facts of this. And one of the facts is the teachers' unions are a scam. And I say that uh, knowing what goes on with the money and how they get the money from Washington, D.C. They spread the money around and spend it on the stuff that they want to spend it on, and then they turn around and send it back to the Democrats in Washington, D.C. in a cycle of cash so that the Democrats will then vote to send them more money. The same, they do that to the abortion in the abortion industry as well, and they're doing it right here in the education industry. The, most of these teenier, teacher unions, including the biggest one that Weingarten sits on top of, is a sham. It's a scam. Yeah, the biggest teachers' unions are the problem. The small teachers' unions right. actually aren't bad because they actually focus on the wages, the benefits, the things that they're supposed to focus on, and student achievement levels. 
But basically what they're doing is they're cheapening my profession. I'm sick and tired of them cheapening the profession. I mean, you know, when we look at it, the teachers and professors in colleges, they better wake up because they're pushing their careers towards irrelevancy. If you don't have a functioning education system. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Belinda Carlisle and the Go-Go's. Our lips are sealed. <laughs> 623 KTSA. All right, Texas, it's time to wake up and beat Beto again. Keep Texas free. Keep your guns. Keep Texas red. It's time to get up. Let's beat Beto once again. Let's go to the polls. Reports of votes being changed at the Encino Library at Evans Road. I have no idea. We just got a call. Um, and, of course, Jackie Callanan will pass that on to her. But all I'm saying is check your ballot. Check your ballot and make sure that everything is okay before you do it. So I don't know. I find this stuff on the Internet. I pass it on to Jimmy so we can play it for you. I found this. Uh, somebody somebody on the Internet had put together Joe Biden's gaffes, his flubs, his screw-ups, and they made a neat little rap song out of it. So here is the President of the United States and his screw-ups, the screw-up song. My mind's going blank that's out there it's so much fun 625 at ktsa 210-599-5555 i want to tell you something that's not all that much fun in fact it's not fun at all joe biden has drained our oil reserves and we have less than 25 days of oil reserves left in the united states less than 25 days that includes diesel if the diesel stops in this country you look around on the roads right now and you see those 18 wheelers they're carrying stuff you're buying those trucks don't drive. Now, he's done this intentionally. This is all on purpose. I've been telling you he was going to drain the strategic oil reserves, which he has. He sold a lot of it off to his buddies in China. So not only do the trucks not deliver the stuff, but it never makes it to the country in the first place because it comes on trains. You know those big trains that you see pass in front of you? Those boxcars were on the back of a ship that came likely out of China or somewhere like that delivered to a port, put on a train. That train's just a frame. That boxcar is set on a frame, and then it's delivered to a central location where it's then taken to a distribution plant like up there in Walmart, I-35. And then the trucks that run on diesel take it to the stores. Some of you drive diesel pickup trucks for your job as well. Less than 25 days of oil reserves left. Meanwhile, in China, China's already prodigious coal output is going to be increased even further to brace for the coming winter. Coal is the workhorse for Chinese energy. China is not cutting anything. They're increasing. They are prepared right now to burn as much coal as it takes to avoid last year's winter power shortages. And as I said, Joe Biden has been selling them our oil out of our strategic petroleum reserves. I've been telling you he's compromised by China. The Chinese government, therefore, instructed power plant operators to strive for a relatively high inventory level in case extreme weather disrupts coal production and transportation. So the Chinese government is telling the power plant operators to make sure that you pile this stuff up so we can keep China warm. Have you heard the Biden administration say any, anything like that to our local folks? No, he's draining our oil and diesel. He's cutting off coal plants. While China is ramping up production, they have constructed 650 power plants meaning coal-burning power plants, and then those in other countries. 
And yet, here in America, this president is prepared for Americans to freeze and pay the high costs due to his war on fossil fuels that he announced when he was running for president. It's all real. This is happening to you, to me. There are people in the industry saying you need to prepare for about a 27% increase in the cost of heating your home this year compared to last year. Now, you consider the gasoline is still 60 at the pump 60% higher than the day he took office. And you consider that eggs are 30% higher than they were just a year ago. And bread is 16% higher than it was just a year ago. And it doesn't take a genius in math and science to figure out that under this administration and the Democrats, the Marxist Democrats, first of all, they're trying to collapse everything around us. But second of all, all of us are going to have to make some very serious decisions. And yesterday, Wolf Blitzer asked Corrine Jean-Pierre about all of this saying, wait a minute, I thought I thought the Inflation Reduction Act was going to get all this under control, bring inflation down, the prices down. What happened, Corrine? She said, no, 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 no. That's not until next year. The main message we have for Americans is we're listening to them. We're listening to us. How about you drill, baby, drill? How about you put the pipelines back on? This day in 2018, Texas was the number one exporter of oil. Texas. We were exporting more than Saudi Arabia. This day in 2018 under President Donald Trump. Texas, our state. Today, the country is begging Saudi Arabia for more oil. And Joe Biden went over there to beg for more oil, and Saudi Arabia is mocking him for being an old fart. That's where we are. And we're now down to less than 25 days, exactly where our enemies want us. Because if they can cut off the oil, and if they can attack us and we don't have oil in reserves, and we don't fly planes... We don't drive 18-wheelers to take armaments where we need to get them or troops where we need to get them. We don't have tanks that we can, you know, fight. We have no capability if we run out of petroleum. Right where our enemies want us. And it's this man's policies. (laughs) It's not the Republicans who did this. This administration and the Marxist Democrats. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Thank you, Texas, for making this the number one adult talk show at this time slot. I really appreciate it. Thank you. 639 at KTSA. It's time to wake up, Texas. Time to beat Beto again and keep your guns. He wants to take your guns and open more of the border. No to Beto. Time to beat Beto again. And, Lee, you're on KTSA. Good morning, Lee. Yeah, good morning, Trey. You know, I just heard on your news that uh, Biden is talking about, you know, the Republicans want to go after Medicare and Social Security. Now, that trick is older than calling somebody a racist. Correct. I mean, no, no Republicans have said that, and he's the one that's hurting people in Social Security with all this inflation. Correct. That and is – the- uh, let, me, let me just jump in here quickly, Lee, before you continue with your thought, because this is so important. You remember when the Democrats threw Grandma off the cliff in the wheelchair, saying that Republicans were going to throw Grandma off the cliff. They've been doing this forever. It is a lie from the pit of hell, and it smells like smoke. Thank you, Steve Brown, for that one. And it is absolutely not true. The Republicans are not cutting Medicare, and they are not cutting Social Security. All right, Lee, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say about that. The old yellow buses, I rode one for 12 years, and I hate the old yellow buses. The only good thing I liked about it was getting off of them. <laughs> Everybody I've ever known that's ridden one is the same way, Lee. Thank you. I was always within walking distance of our school, so I never rode one except to go to a football game. And the worst way to get to and from a football game is on one of those yellow buses. But Kamala liked them. Oh, my goodness, they're really cool. Uh-huh. Cut number two from Kamala with the wheels on the bus go round and round, and, and she wants to electrify the buses here we go so here's the thing yeah who doesn't love a yellow school bus right mm. can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus yeah. right because there's something about <laughs> the, and, and most of us many of us went to school with a yellow school oh bus, yeah right? <laughs> and it's part of it's part of 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Find somebody who looks at you like Kamala looks at a yellow school bus. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, I've changed my mind about John Fetterman after hearing Kamala speak again. She's right up there, right down there with him. Hello, Mark. You're on KTSA. What's up, man? Hey, man. Uh, Easy way to vote straight ticket. The Republicans are listed first on every race. Uh, I was able to vote straight ticket. Republican took me about five minutes. And I was at one of the busiest uh, early voting sites that uh, Maury Maverick, and uh, it took me about 15 minutes to cast my ballot. And no problems? No problems? No problems at all, and also I, I'm an election judge with Baird County, and I, I'm very happy or I'm very pleased that I think overall we have we run a very good election process in Baird County. That's great to hear, Mark. I appreciate that very much. And, and yes, I, I noticed that on my ballot, it's too. I was wondering if the Republicans were, were top of the ballot. Mark, let me ask you a question, and maybe you know the answers, maybe you don't. How did the Republicans end up on the top? Not that I'm complaining, but how did they end up on top of the ballot? I don't know, but all I all I know is maybe because they are the maybe because the the party that is currently uh, in in office gets to be on top of the ballot. But all I know is when I saw that yeah, ballot, me too. one thing I would one thing I would emphasize: Hey, very easy to go vote. Just yeah. vote for the first candidate in each race. Yeah. Well, I will tell you. Thank you, Mark, for your call two one zero five nine nine fifty five. 55. I will tell you about a couple of problems that have been reported to me, and we are passing these on to Jackie Callinan as they uh, come in. Uh, yesterday, a uh, guy called and left a, a voicemail here and said that he went to vote, and I'm looking for the uh, Encino Library on Evans Road, and he saw that uh, votes were being changed from Abbott to Beto. I don't know if that's right or not. All I'm the only reason I'm bringing it up. Please be sure you check and 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 check your vote and your ballot and check it again and check it again and check it again. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm saying this guy called up and they're watching this stuff and he said that we saw it happen over there. Another call I got was from somebody that I know and that I trust and I know very well and I trust a lot. And this person said that when they went to vote that those those what they're doing now, if the race is unopposed, and I saw this yesterday when I voted, they're putting all the unopposed together because they automatically win instead of separate sheets, right? But when this person voted, they realized there were two votes they weren't able to cast, and one was for Mark LaHood for DA, and the other was for Trish DeBerry for county judge. This person said they had to go back three times and then expanded those ones that said unopposed, and that's where this person found those folks. I Listen, again, I don't know. I wasn't there. But all this says to me is make sure, double darn sure, that you double-check, triple-check, quadruple-check your ballot and your vote to make sure it's correct before you walk out that door, okay? Frank, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Morning, Trey. I have a question. Uh, Wasn't it Kamala that told Joe Biden that he was a racist, that she was traumatized from being on the school buses when she was a kid? Yes. She did say that, right? Yes. Yes. Well, actually, actually, I think it was. I think uh, not that she was traumatized by being on a school bus, but that Joe Biden would have ended busing because he's a racist. He is a racist. She's correct about that. He is a racist and always has been. And that he would have ended busing, which would have meant that she wouldn't have had the opportunities that she had. I think that was what she was saying. But she did call him a racist. Absolutely. I thought so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it happened. I, I watched it happen just like you did. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate it. Hey, Rebecca, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Hi there. My vote changed from Abbott to Beto. And, and I, uh, uh, Blanco County. Blanco County. Him. Okay. So that's up 281? Yeah. Okay. And is there a community center or where is the voting happening up there? At the um, uh, county annex. County Annex in Blanco County. Okay, Rebecca, and we'll check into that as well. We'll let them know that uh, you have uh, reported that. I, I don't want to get into being the clearinghouse for all this reporting and, and doing this and being the point person on all this, uh, but I, any of them that do come in and people have been calling the station, the boss's phone, and <laughs> leaving voicemails for the boss that he's been passing on to me uh, about these uh, what they perceive as irregularities. And we do get in touch with Jackie Callanan, and she comes on and answers them, all right? The Chief Twit. We're going to talk about the Chief Twit coming up.
And did, we, we got a little song we're going to play with in our next segment as well before we get to Ware and Ryan this morning. Uh, Trey Ware here on KTSA for my friends at Lifestyles Unlimited. And with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, you can sit in the comfort of your own home, in the comfort of your own home, and you can take their course at FinancialFreedomLivestream.com and learn how to invest in real estate. That's right. You'll learn step-by-step step how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties and start making money. In fact, with Lifestyles Unlimited, they can teach you how to retire in five years or less. I've had a couple of friends that have done it in about three years. Now, look, your your mind is just going to vary. Obviously, depends on how much you're going to work it and what you're going to do and the opportunities you find, etc. But you can do this. You can begin to break out of the cubicle lifestyle or whatever kind of lifestyle you're living in now and start making money for yourself with your own family business. And Lifestyles Unlimited with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com is going to show you how to get started now investing in real estate. The longer you wait, that's another opportunity you're going to miss. So get in touch with them today. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Your promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E. Say goodbye. All right, 653 KTSA, Trey Ware here, Captain Don Morgan, Bob, there's Jimmy, and then there's Elaine, and I uh, love getting your calls all morning this morning. Ware and Rima coming up here in the next couple of minutes. Uh, first of all, let me just say, I, I've, and I've said it, I don't know how many times, how much I love Elon Musk. Now, here's a guy who's got $300 billion in the bank, right? And he can afford to bebop through life, but he's just bebopping through life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking right. about? I love somebody who does that, whether you got 10 cents or 300 billion. He's just bebopping. He doesn't care. What he's not worried about it. Marching to the beat of his own drummer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a guy will go down here to the valley and go into SpaceX and put on a white lab coat, and he'll work on rockets in the middle of the night with the guys who are, you know, the scientists, Beaker Boys. Yep. And he walks in and he goes, what if we tried putting the rocket upside down and firing at planet Earth instead of away? <laughs> It'll just bounce off the surface. <laughs> it's like, well, Ricochet into wh- outer space that way. Why don't you try it and see if it'll work, you know? <laughs> they do, and it works, whatever. The woke crowd has their panties wadded up about this guy. The, the, the people who work at Twitter, they are losing their influence over the population of America, and it's freaking them out, and they're crying. I've been reading all their tweets, and they're going nuts. But I loved yesterday when he went walking into the big, beautiful headquarters of Twitter because he completes the deal tomorrow, and he's got a sink. <laughs> it's a great video because he's just wearing blue jeans, comfortable like Skechers shoes, like I'm dressed now, T-shirt, and he comes walking in with a sink, holding a sink. And it's not like your stainless steel sink. It's one of those, like, porcelain sinks. And it, the whole thing is, let this sink in. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he changes his, his uh, name on his bio to Chief Twit. I know. That cracked me up. <laughs> Chief Twit. I love it. You and I share a love, along with Jimmy, too, because Jimmy was on the road for a long time with musicians. And we, we, you and I share a love with musicians. And my, my school goes back to the days when... My dad was here, and all these guys that were musicians, they realized the guy on the radio made or broke them. So the guy on the radio was really the star. That's how it was back then. He had the influence, right? And so those guys, when they would come to town, they'd kind of kowtow to the guy on the radio. That's how it was. Because if the guy on the radio played your song, you were going to be a star. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. So. Not because of anything great, you know, on his behalf or my behalf or whatever. But we met a lot of those people over the years. It was really kind of cool, you know. And uh, those included the Elvises of the world, and he met those people, and Fats Domino. And I've told those stories a million times. And some of the guys that I had here on Friday morning, uh, I met and developed those friendships over time. And uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was one of those. I didn't know him, but, you know, uh, Dad knew him uh, quite well. Because man, they were traveling all over at that time. He was wor- he working hard. Yeah, and it'd be him and Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry actually recorded a song called the Ricky Ware theme song, and uh, so they were on the road together. And uh, Fats Domino and Jerry Lee Lewis would be on the road together and did some stuff together. Anyway, so TMZ reports yesterday that Jerry Lee Lewis, the killer, was dead at eighty-seven. And all these people, they see it on TMZ and they start writing on their Facebook page, "R.I.P. Killer Jerry Lee Lewis." And his family hears that, and now he's sick. He's got the flu. He's been sick for a couple of weeks. It's not good. Right. I mean, he's in pretty bad shape. But his family goes, wait a minute. That's total BS. He's alive. He's breathing. You know, he's in the hospital. He's in the other room screaming for oatmeal. Come that's on. That's exactly right, pretty much. <laughs> so I just had to close this hour 
with, I think, uh, you know, next to a whole lot of shaking going on, my favorite Jerry Lee Lewis song. You want to hear it? Yeah, I do. Hit it, Jimmy, loud and proud. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Just great balls of fire! 